Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. It's Elizabeth Paris here. How are all our amazing listeners? Um, Yes, we've taken a break and we're getting back in the groove of things. And anyway, just wanted to say sending you so much love. Um, It has been a nice break. It has been a good opportunity to reflect and to really just prioritize, think about what's really important and think about um, what things in life are essential for our maintenance. And that's just kind of been my theme the last little bit. I'm sure all of us have done a little bit more of that since we experienced COVID and um, we were kind of brought into, one of my friends mentioned this and I was like, yes, it's so true. I feel like I've been in more of a winter state. Winter state is more like soft reflection, more um, kind of going within and seeing where you are and understanding things at a new level. And some, as you reflect, you learn from your experiences and also thinking of how you wanna do things differently in the future. Um, but also it's a time of like maintenance and focusing in on health and um, bringing in the vitality and the life, even when sometimes things are not ideal around you, like, cause winter, we get a lot of cold and snow and things like that, but how do we continue to nurture and take care of ourselves amid things that are going on? For instance, you know, we've got a war going on in our world and we've had this pandemic and all these other things. So how do we continue to thrive and adapt even with shifts and changes? Um, and so this has been really uh, important for me to have this time. And um, as I have focused in on having this kind of break, this time of reflection, it has been a time of maintenance for me. Um, my and, and thinking, what is it that helps me maintain my energy? What is it that lifts me and brings me the most joy? Um, I have had the opportunity to be with my family more. We've got to go on an awesome trip to Cancun, Mexico, and um, do a vacation there for a week and just go see all the ruins and reflect on past generations and civilizations and what impressions and what um, what they left behind and how they lived their lives and just thinking about how I want to live my life. Um, and one of the things that happened while I was there, my son, who's 15, he has been in, while he's been in school, he's been in a body development class, like a weightlifting class. And so he was daily working out and lifting weights and exercising his muscles. And he was quite defined at the end of the school year. And he uh, took a little break for a couple of weeks before we went on vacation. And so as we were at our resort, he's like, mom, I want to go work out. 
So I was like, great, I'm going, let's go. So we went and worked out together. And as he talked about his experience, he was like, mom, I lost some of my ability. Like I, I can't max out to what I was before. I'm like half of what I was maxing. And he was frustrated with this decline in his ability. And um, we had a really good conversation about how if you don't use your gifts, abilities, muscles, whatever in life, you can lose that, that flair or that um, physical attribute or whatever it is. And so it's just interesting that as we move forward in life, we get to think, what are my top priorities? What are my essentials? And what do I not want to lose out on? And for me, as I've had this kind of winter season, it's been like, hey, I do not want to lose out on my relationships with my family. Number one, my husband and number two, my children. And so I've been really focusing in on how can I spend quality time with them? How can I spend some one-on-one -on -one time with them? How can I have more meaningful conversations and quality, like not necessarily quality or quantity time, like always being with them or whatever, but quantity quality time, um, understanding how to bring in or enhance the moments that I do have with them. So that's been a good focus for me. And as you know, my, my son and I, we had this conversation about, well, what is it that are our essentials? What are the things that we want to maintain? And then if we are doing those, we can continue to have the strength in our body or the mindset that we need to move forward on our goals or the emotional state, the strength to be able to get out and do those things that we desire. Um, you know, essentials deal with physical, spiritual, and emotional, you know, with physical, maybe you need to get out every day and move your body. Or maybe, you know, for my month of May, I had a movement goal and I was moving an hour a day, but I also did, um, a nutritional type goal where I was doing some intermittent fasting and I wasn't eating until 10 in the morning. And then I was done at seven at night just to see what kind of an effect that had on my body. And, um, also with gaining muscle mass and, um, releasing fat, right? So just trying some things and, um, drinking more water, um, exercising that daily was really helpful, but also, so that's physical and we have different needs. You know, some of us may have a medical condition or something like that. So maybe we need to do better at taking care of ourselves with whatever our condition is. Um, but then spiritual is important, you know, prayers every day. If you are a praying person or that quiet reflection time for meditation scriptures, um, for me, one of my awesome spiritual practices is to do Qigong morning and night and to really tap into that heaven and earth energy. It's just so, so good for me. Um, but I also love to read the scriptures. So that's an area that if I can do that daily or close to daily, I feel like I'm maintaining that spiritual connection and also prayers. You know, sometimes we get in a routine of just saying the same things over and over, but where's our heart and talking about things um, with God or divine talking things out. It's so helpful to problem solve and to bring ideas into our minds as we pray or express ourselves out loud. Um, also emotionally, we all need emotional connection. 
And so whether it's a phone call with an old friend or like planning to go do something with friends, a hangout, a hike, a shopping spree, whatever um, is, you know, even just a weekend away um, or even just an hour to be by yourself, go outdoors, you know, your emotional needs can really be helped as you intentionally take that time for you. Um, so anyway, just a thought about essentials and, and looking at you in those areas, physical, spiritual, emotional, what are your essentials? And even in this last arise now class that we did for three months, uh, where the ladies were setting a personal month goal each month, um, and focusing in on whatever that goal was, they were working towards that. And, you know, for the summer, a lot of them were like, well, I have my kids home. Uh, a lot of them were moms and thinking I might not have time to work on a really big goal for myself. And so the challenge that I gave everyone was no matter what your other goals are, take one hour for yourself every morning and have that be your you time. And that one hour can be quiet reflection. It can be scripture study. It can be prayers. It can be a, a meditation or a movement or, you know, a practice like Qigong. It can be your exercise. It could be your chance to text or connect with somebody, um, reach out to somebody, go outdoors, whatever it is that feeds you, that one hour is yours. And so I encourage all of you to do that as you're, um, Moving forward, take that time, wake up early before anyone else is up and have that one hour to yourself at six in the morning or seven in the morning, depending on when everyone's getting up and going to work or activities. Um, the other thing that I encourage is to, to take time to play and to fit in um, your play first, whether it's swimming with your kids or going to hang out with friends or whatever it is, some of that play, it can be swinging at the park. It can be roller skating. If you're into that, it could be in the wintertime, you know, snowboarding or some other activity um, that would bring kind of back that childlike excitement and the fun. It could be fishing. It could be, you know, there's people like to water ski, whatever like really gets your joy and your, um, your flow, that flow of energy or excitement. That's the kind of thing that you want to bring in with play and thinking about what do you love? You know, my Qigong teacher, Dr. Hone asked us in our last training, we did a training a couple of weeks ago, five day training for our third level of Qigong. And, um, he asked us to think about, and this was the second time he'd asked us to do this, think about our purpose and get a purpose statement or a mission statement for us. Like he wanted us to think about what we love. He wanted to think about us to think about what um, brings us joy. And then also think about what kinds of things that we like to contribute, what gifts or or skills or whatever we like to share with others. What do we like to share? What brings us joy? And then like, if you were God for a day, if you were in charge, what would the world look like that day? So like, what would be really important to you? 
And my first time I wrote this up, I was like, oh, I love Valentine. So I would want everyone to get a Valentine and just like celebrate each other and spread lots and lots of love. And that was kind of my first one. It was just kind of a, a silly, fun, playful one. Um, but as I started to look at it, I was like, my next one, the next time I really evaluated this, I was like, I would love to get more answers and more understanding of how things are and understanding of how to shift and change and move things in a positive way in the future. So there's lots that you can think about with this mission statement, but those are three areas. What do you love? And you can list out six things. What do you love to share or to bring? Um, and then if you are God for a day, what would you, what would the day be like? Um, what would be different? What would be the same? Um, and then as you reflect on that, it seems like there may have been one more thing. Um, oh, yes. If you die, what would you want to leave? So what would you want people to remember you by? Or what would you like to have accomplished before you leave if you were to die? So those help you narrow down what is important to you, what feeds you, what makes you excited, what do you have to share and, you know, what are those essentials for you? And, you know, some per some people might be really into art. So artistic expression might be on their list. And, you know, you can put fun things too, like sports you enjoy or things like that. What do you love, right? Who do you love? You can put on, on there. Um, teaching. Mine was like, I love to teach. You know, I love teaching and helping others to move forward, like helping them with their next step. What did they want to do next? How can they move forward through that? And so if they're stuck, helping them get unstuck, teaching them different ways of doing things that maybe they hadn't thought of before and then serving others. Maybe that's your area. So um, I wanted to talk about these kind of essentials, but I also wanted to talk a little bit about how um, Sometimes our paths shift a little bit um, and our focus shifts a little bit. And I think that's an important thing to remember. Like as we work on our goals, um, it is important to keep the main goal present. So for me, I want to be a powerful mentor. I am a, I'm a mentor who helps people to move forward in their lives, to get unstuck, to find their next step and to find better ways of thriving in life. And so I can keep that main goal, but sometimes my focus might shift a little bit. And just in this winter season, I've noticed that my focus has shifted a little bit more on family, um, you know, taking this vacation uh, with my family, helping my son, my 11 year old finishing his skateboarding ramp, helping my other son who's fixing up this VW bus on some interior and exterior things that he's doing the 73 VW bus. Um, my other son's taking a math class this summer. So I'm helping him with, with some of that working through these problems and my younger children, you know, we're just trying to maintain their reading for the summer. Um, and so that's great. That's great. Uh, but I've noticed too, that sometimes there's little hints that come into our life of how we can better accomplish our purpose or our mission or those priorities that are coming in. And for me, I was told that I needed to slow down a little bit. I think a few, um, podcast episodes back, probably about 
five or seven episodes back, I talked about having this slow down time that I was feeling like I could still work towards my goals, but that I needed to slow down my pace and um, get better at holding my ground and standing in my power so that I can move forward as a strong mentor. If I'm strong, if I'm stable, if I'm grounded, if I am connected to heaven and earth, and I've got that power behind me, I'll be able to do better as I move forward. And so as I've shifted my energy a little bit to, um, I still want to be a great mentor, but I've really felt like, okay, my family really needs me right now. And I'm not going to get these years back with my children. So family has been important. Also, my brother moved to town from Taiwan. And so spending some time with him and helping him get established has been important. Um, And just a little bit of shifting here and there. And so like my husband even said to me the other day, I, I feel like I'm just going to say this first. I feel like that as we're moving forward, God will help guide us in like small degree shifting. So whatever your goal is, that's great. You know, you can keep the goal, but how to get there, he will maybe expand your ideas or open it up to you to help you understand that you might be able to do it in a different way than you're even thinking. So for instance, my kids, and then I'll tell you what my husband said too. Sorry, got two thoughts going here. <laughs> so my, my kids have been, right before we went to Cancun, my two youngest, my five-year-old and my seven-year-old hadn't been swimming like in official swimming lessons for like two or three years because COVID had happened. And so anyway, I thought we need to practice. We need to get out there and they need to have some exposure to water and goggles and a snorkel. Um, tube so that they understand how to use this when they get out in the ocean to swim with sea turtles. And I don't want them to be too scared. So we started some swim lessons and the place that we went, there's only a couple options in town. And the place that we went was an indoor pool and it's a very kind of small confined area. It's older. And um, I had this goal in May to move my body, right? My goal was to move my body. So I'm like, okay, every day I was moving it for an hour, whether it was walking, running, doing my um, workout video, uh, whatever it was, I was trying to move my body with a good heart rate for an hour. And so while my kids were doing these lessons on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I thought, well, on those days, I'm going to walk during their lesson because it was like an hour and a half between all the kids and their turns. And I thought that'll be a great time. I can do two things at once. They can get their lesson. I can get my movement. I've got my goal. And then they're increasing their skills and working towards this goal of going swimming in the ocean with these goggles and, and uh, not scuba masks, but the snorkeling masks and stuff. So here we are, and I'm in this building, this small building, and I'm trying to get my miles in, inside of this swimming area by walking back and forth on one of the sides of the pool where, you know, the parents are kind of all sitting on the other side. And the instructor is sometimes walking on this other side where I was trying to do my walking. And I just remember feeling like on day two, day day one was fine. I made it work. Day two, I remember feeling really kind of frustrated. Like, I feel like I'm confined to this area and I don't want to be, I want to, I want to be able to move and 
get my miles in and not feel like I'm imposing on anyone's space, that I have my own space. And so I was like, okay, I just want to go outside. And my, one of my sons was having a hard time. So that's why I was trying to stay in. He kept not wanting to get in the pool and he kept kind of fighting not wanting to be with his teacher. He kept saying she was scary and she wasn't scary. <laughs> Maybe to him she was, but she was very nice. But I was just like, okay, so what do I do? Because I wanted to get my goal, but I also wanted to be there to support if he needed me. Anyway, it turned out that he, he did better the second day um, a little bit, <laughs> but he had some ups and downs. And on that day, I thought, okay, I'm going to just go outside. He'll be fine. And I'm going to give myself this space. And I actually, right before that, felt like this was one of those learning moments, like a mentoring moment. Like a lot of times in life, things will happen in a certain way because I need to learn something from it. Right. So I was like, okay, this is something for me to learn. So I thought, okay. I will go outside and I'm going to think about what is this? What is the meaning of all this? And um, so I got outside and after I kind of calmed myself down, I had felt a lot of emotions coming up and probably from my kids and their emotions and, you know, probably being in this small space and feeling everybody's emotions there and very empathic. So I feel people's stuff easily. So I thought, okay, now I've got my own space. I'm going to walk in this field. And there was this grass field outside of the building like an old YMCA building. And so I'm walking out there and I thought of my father who passed a year ago and I felt him sometimes when I think of him, I know he's present and I thought, Oh, dad's here. He wants to teach me something. And as I started to think about what the meaning was of this, I felt my dad take me to a time in his life after my mom had passed where he was so sad he was so sad because my mom was gone. So of course he was heartbroken about that, but he didn't want to expand himself in the way that he could. He did try to like meet people and maybe even date a little bit, but it didn't go very good, it go very well in the beginning. And so he quit very quickly. And I remember him being very sad and lonely and feeling like my mom, Marla, was the only way that he could feel fulfilled and connected and all of that. And he, as I felt this situation and him telling me about this, I felt him say, I really limited myself. I had these needs and these desires but I told myself that this was the only way it could happen is if he was with my mom and I didn't open myself up to other opportunities. I didn't step outside of that box of thinking, which was like this small swimming pool room that I had been in. And he was saying, you want to get these goals, these big goals of, you know, right now it's moving for an hour every day for this month but you're trying to do it in a small space and the small space is not just physically it's in your mind it's like you're restricting yourself to this small space of how to move forward 
It's like, okay, I can only be happy if I'm with my wife, but she's passed. So now there's no options for happiness. Does that make sense to everybody? So for me, my dad was like calling from the grave of like, hey, I did this too. I did this too in my way. I had these desires, these goals, but I set this very small space to be able to make that happen. And uh, today I love my, I have this awesome calendar. It's from Louise Hayes and um, she's just great, but it's a daily calendar. You pull off the sheets and one, one of the days I'm a little behind on it from when we went on vacation. So I'm trying to enjoy each quote, but one of the days it says there is enough time and space for everything I want to do. And I loved that because that's exactly what my dad's telling me. Open your mind up. There is time. There is space. You have this ability to make these goals happen. Don't keep yourself so confined in how that looks. And, you know, I've had amazing mentors that have been awesome coaches for me and have taught me so much. And I've seen how they've done things. And I'm like, this is how it's done. Sometimes I think this is how it has to be. I need to do a webinar once a week, once every couple of weeks. I need to teach these classes. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I'm very, I guess, rigid in my mindset of this is how it should be. And so as I have learned to back off of that and to love myself, no matter what I'm accomplishing or what I'm doing, just this last couple of months, it's been like, okay, I'm just going to let myself still do what I can do and what I'm choosing to do and what I'm not choosing to do right now, it's okay. I'm still going to love myself right where I am. But also, uh, as I've tried to accept that, there's been voices that have come in that have said, well, wait, you're supposed to be doing this to like be the good mentor or whatever, right? Um, but my husband, so this is the other part that I was, I, I need to conclude. I started, but didn't finish yet. So my husband, he has been talking about doing a master's degree. He wants to be a counselor, a professional counselor and help people to solve their problems and to work through things and to listen to them and give them some solutions and some help and some support. And so he's looking at master's programs, master's degree programs um, through a couple of different universities and making some decisions right now. And a couple months ago, as I was slowing down my pace and kind of getting into my winter season, I told him, I said, I love coaching. I love helping people, but I'm just feeling like I don't have a lot of motivation right now. And like, how do I move forward in what I think is this box? Like, I'm not feeling motivation to make this box happen or this mindset in this small space, right? And as my dad had said to open your mind to other ways of doing it, let yourself come out of that small space of that swimming pool, but open yourself up where there's this big sky and lots of opportunities. There are lots of ways to get your goal. You think about a path, you think about um, a tree and how as a trunk, and then there's all these little branches, right? That's kind of like our choices for a path. If your direction is up, 
there are about a million ways or a billion ways or a trillion ways to get there because the branches could grow in different patterns. And you could take this branch for a while and then jump over to another one and take another branch for a while, but you would get up to the top of the tree. But there's tons of ways to do that. And so when we think there's only this small box or this, I have to have this thinking in this small swimming pool space where everybody's in here and it's bothering me and it doesn't feel like it's working out for me. That's when it's time to step outside of that door, go out to the field and be like, okay, how could I do this differently? So my husband says to me, well, why don't you go get a master's degree with me? And I thought, maybe I should. (laughs) Maybe I should. Like for a while, I've just been very focused on, I'm going to be a life coach and do my energy work and all these things. And it's been awesome. I've loved the people I've worked with. I love the way that I've grown and learned and I've been able to be a, a, an instrument in God's hand to help people. Um, but this was interesting because I'm like, this opens me up to a whole different group of people that I probably wouldn't work with. There's just a different, different, um, some different dynamics, you know, people who go to a counselor, a lot of times will have insurance and things like that. People who go to a life coach are paying out of pocket. There's just some different things. And so it's like, oh, well, I could open myself up to this opportunity. So anyway, As you're looking forward and you've got goals, remember to not keep yourself confined in the small space where all the chlorine is and all the people and all the emotions, right? Give yourself some space, step outside of that small idea of how you think it should be. Allow yourself to expand and move. And as you move and expand, you will know what you need. You will know what will be good. And so as I'm moving forward, I'm really excited. I've done a lot of work kind of on my own and with my coaches, not all by myself. I've had other coaches helping me and mentoring me and teaching me, but this shift is going to be really cool because it will be my husband and I hand in hand working on a goal together. And that's actually an area that I really want to grow in. I love my husband. I love my children. And I love my family. And I'm like, this is a really cool opportunity for us to take this time right now and to learn and grow together and to unify in a goal together. And so as you're looking at your goals, remember that when God starts to shift your path a little or shift things for you, look at why. Because life is happening for you, not to you. And I had... I think I told you about my fall that I had uh, back in end of November, going into December. I was like at a Christmas kind of celebration and um, I fell and I hit my chin and I skidded across the sidewalk. And there were just, I've just had a few events similar to that um, where it's been like, okay, why did this come into my life? Why did I manifest a fall? Why did this come in? And and what can I learn from it? What is it teaching me? Um, And as I look at what I'm learning and, you know, where are my top priorities? My top priority is my family. My top priority is spending quality time with them. Another top priority is helping others and mentoring others. But could I do that? in a way where I'm bringing together my family 
and going towards that goal all at once. And in order to do that, I've had to step out of my mindset of how it would look and how it would be to allow myself to think about doing this in a different way, in a way that might open me up to other possibilities and opportunities that I wouldn't have had if I stayed in the box. Uh, Just saying that in that old kind of (laughs) smelly swimming area, it's not my favorite spot to be very chlorine-y, very confined and stuffy. They even open the door to just get some air flowing in there. There's no windows, no light. And a lot of times we keep ourselves in an area where there's less light, less opportunity and restrict ourselves in moving forward because maybe it's comfortable. Maybe everybody else is in there and maybe it's easy or maybe it's kind of miserable too. And maybe we're ready for something different. So open yourself up, look at how things may be shifting in your life. You don't have to abandon your awesome goals. You don't have to abandon your self-care and all the things that you've learned along the way, but how can you fit these pieces in that mean a lot to you? There is enough time and space for everything I want to do. And there's enough time and space for all of you and everything that you want to do. Open your mind up, open your possibilities up, start moving, start taking care of you more and listening in more to what you desire. And you will be able to make your goals come about in ways that maybe you didn't even expect or anticipate or plan on, but they might be the very best way for you. So so much love to all of you. It's good to be back. As I'm going through this master's program, I am going to share with you the things that I'm learning. I do not know how often I will get on, but I promise I will continue to do the podcast and um, share those things that I'm learning because it benefits me and I hope it benefits all of you. It has been an awesome journey to do this podcast and to share ways to arise and thrive and my own experience of learning to arise and thrive. So love you guys so much and best blessings coming your way from me and me to you and keep up the good work. Keep moving forward in your goals and learning to arise and thrive in your own life. Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life, relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we have started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and goals. In Arise Now, you will have the support to set and accomplish three personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live trainings. Enjoy daily accountability and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit ariseandthrivelife.com today and register so that you can get all the support, training, and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.